Back at it again. Another uh, Thursday. Welcome oh, back. Is that our intro music? No, I'm Tennessee. I'm uh, warming up my vocal cords. I'm shunting blood to my vocal cords so that I may not injure them as I do more talking than I've done all day. Oh. How do you how do you do that? Injure your vocal cords from talking too much? Yeah. You kind of just like thing? Uh, I think you can injure them if you don't talk all day and then suddenly you talk a lot. Oh, but for anybody listening out there, you kind of want to just wrap both of your hands on your neck and just like pump it, pump it, get the blood flowing. So, uh-huh. so you're like massaging your vocal cords. Yeah, I mean massaging to put it lightly. Yes. Oh. Choking to put yeah. it more realistically, <laughs> but. Anyways. Not lightly. <laughs> but anyways, what what episode was it this week? Episode three of Higurashi? Episode three already? I felt like it was just last week that we started. Yeah. Well, well it was, but uh, it's because okay. we only because we started on week two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all good, all good. What did you think of uh today's episode? I saw you quivering in fear for a little <laughs> bit there. Let's not talk about that. I'll go get to that later. So I'm liking it more and more. So I will say, so when last episode ended and after we had finished recording, I went to go read the comment section a little bit. And then a Mm -hmm. lot of people were saying, oh yeah, it's not actually a complete remake. It's like kind of season one and two combined or whatever. Or it's like, so uh, old viewers will have a new experience and Easter eggs, and then new viewers will be able to follow the story without having to watch the other two. Yeah, I read that online during the week, too, that it's not like a direct one-to-one remake, like you just said, but yeah, something that both new viewers and old viewers can all appreciate. So it's more like a a reinterpretation of the visual novel. You could consider it. Yeah, so which makes it kind of better, because then you don't necessarily know everything that's going on, potentially. Or if you do... And like you can point out the the Easter eggs that they hide in there later, yeah. later, later. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all in all, I thought you know, like the the less cutesy stuff they have, the better. So like in this episode, besides that one scene where they were playing that honestly very not innocent like killing game on the with the cards, like there were no like uh, super cutesy scenes, and it just it made the the whole feel of the episode better. So. Right, yeah, sort of matches the uh, the dark tone we've been sensing. Yeah, and so I I think that the atmosphere that they've been able to create has overridden the actual animation style and drawing style for me because I don't actually even notice the cheapiness when you know shit is happening. Yeah, it's like scary when it like punches into Reina's face and her like purpley blue eyes. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, or then when it like um, let's say Subaru again, but when um, Keiichi, when it when it like had a shine, uh, it, it shines a little light on his face in the middle, and then it gives him the black borders on the top and bottom, and then he's like, "Oh, I just realized that something is about to happen." Yeah, yeah I don't know what it, I can't put my finger on what it like reminds me of, but it's like when you snap your head and you're like, "Nani." <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Except like in the manga panel or something. But yeah, it's like in the actual animation. It's a good touch. I like it. I like it. I I don't remember if they changed the audio too with it, but like the whole visual effect is jarring enough. And I really, I couldn't tell when it was coming. This time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely getting more interesting now. The the first couple were a little bit slower. Yeah, a lot of uh, games in the schoolyard, but now it's starting to get like more serious. Like people are dying and going missing. We're learning more about this curse apparently that that um, the villagers are affected by. So, yeah, definitely getting more interesting as we go. Yeah, the curse was a welcome addition. Like I think I said it last episode already, but I was just. I would have just hated if it was just mindless killing, but now it's like you have motivation, you have history, and you have coincidence <laughs> or lack of coincidence on that festival date. It's like, okay, and we great. know from last episode too that there's like something supernatural going on sort of outside of the world too. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of different factors uh, coming into into play here. Yeah, so it's getting better. I mean, I, honestly, at the episode three mark, we typically do the vote for, you know, pass or trash. I mean, both of those are bad. I mean, uh, keep or trash. That doesn't even rhyme. Keep or trash. Trash or pass. Trash or pass. No, those are both negative. No, those are the same. <laughs> trash or no. Continue watching. Yeah, so I've, I'll just officially vote to continue watching so same, for the long same. haul i don't know how many how many episodes are there um i don't know 24 i think some somewhere around there i think it's a longer okay. one we'll need okay to, so we'll we're need just getting track. started okay then i yeah i have no complaints like you know they're introducing more adult characters it's like you know, <laughs> the maid is an adult police officer is an adult they have a teacher now all of a sudden yeah, who knew that they that they weren't just running around aimlessly all all day. Yeah, so I think it's getting better. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, starting to getting some world building, as they call it. So yeah. always, always a welcome touch. All right, let's just uh, jump into the episode recap. So it picked up right where it left off with uh, right. No, not Reina. What's her name? I can't forget the small purple hair girl. Um, whatever her name was doing the shrine ritual dance. And she was like smacking the heck out of that, that bed. I was like, it kind of, it makes you think about the very first scene where Keiichi's hitting. Right. Yeah. Bed. That's exactly what I was bed. thinking too. I thought it was going to cut to that too, but it, it just showed Keiichi's face. So that's why I'm sure we thought of it, but yeah, it didn't actually do do the cut but yeah the first note that i wrote down in my in my book it was like very dark like the the first couple minutes i felt like a lot of the scenes were just super dark like not just that there was no light but like literally black like half the screen is black i don't know why Um, yeah i don't know if it means anything but maybe it's just sort of setting the tone here yeah i was expecting something to happen and I'm very yeah. surprised that nothing did. I mean, something did, but they didn't show. Something did, but we only learned that after the fact. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. It, relatively uneventful. 
festival that apparently concludes by drifting cotton down the river. And you have to send your prayers to Oyashiro. Is that his name? Um, and you have to do this weird, like, tap your head, then your chest, and then your stomach before floating a cotton ball down the river. Yeah, so let's, we'll keep in mind if whether or not the positioning of the cotton is important. So the head, the, what was it, mouth and the stomach, or the chest, chest and the stomach. So in case later on we find a body and they're missing a head and chest and stomach, well, I don't know if it's the <laughs> cotton's fault. Yeah. Yeah, then we, then we jump to the back to the school it's all bright and colorful and chibi again and then what's his name i don't know the cop comes to talk to keichi yeah he comes and talks to her and then he he describes how you know killings have been happening for the past four years and they happen on the same day and then somebody gets demoned away but i think he saves that for next time but he's like the bodies were never found, but like one body was never found. And then he's like, don't tell anybody that we talked, even though. Specifically Mion. <laughs> yeah, it was weird that he called out Mion in particular, which is a um, green haired girl that we all know and love. Um, I thought it was weird that Keiichi was sitting in the back seat, but maybe it's a, a Japanese thing. I'm like, why doesn't he just sit shotgun? But whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe the AC was too cold. You're right. You're right. He he do like he do be liking the the car cold. We'll see yeah. if that's an important feature. It might be when he dies and the car is hot or something. Yeah. Anyways, I I, I thought because when he first got called out, I thought that he was in trouble with the law in like the city, and then now his past has caught up to him. But in reality, we're seeing the formation of the first alliance of the show. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's important to call out though, that he, I don't think he's a cop for Hinamizawa. Like he said, he was from a different city's police um, force. So like Keiichi and this cop are both like outsiders. They're not like Keiichi because he just moved here. And this cop just isn't part of the city's police force if they even have a police, but yeah, so they're both kind of outsiders looking in at this supposed curse. Fair, fair. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that about does it. And then I think just note again, um, the card game that they were playing, they were like, I'm going to kill you with a bat at 3 PM or whatever, whatever that card (laughs) game was. And then the scene flashes to them playing the cards, but like they did the audio first. It's yeah, freaky, but it's all good. And then, and then Reina ended up being the killer in the card game. So, and she's probably been the most uh, suspicious one out of the the girls here. Oh yeah, yeah, by far. There's <laughs> been no other person as suspicious. This so, yeah. Okay, so we keep going, and um, Reina mentions, or somebody mentions. The word demon away. Oh, mm-hmm. I think Mion mentions it in passing. Well, uh, our main main character Keiichi is asleep, and it, suddenly his eyes bolt open. He's like, "Demon away!" I said that. 
Who said Oyashiro? <laughs> so then somehow he ends up meeting with Oishi, who takes him away Oishi. in the car and then drives him to a maid cafe where they talk about the demons that exist. It's not the demons from hell, it's the demons that eat people. Crossover with Demon right. Slayer. So right. here oh, we are. Oh, where, where's Tanjiro? Where is he? <laughs> not yeah. born yet. Yeah, we learn here that uh, there's there's more, like a second part to the curse. Like there's two parts to the curse that we first learned about earlier. So um, the the curse, and I'm doing air quotes here when I say curse, is like the actual person who dies. Um, and then the part two, being demoned away, is the second person who just disappears, never to be found again. So yeah, each of the past four years... One person dies, their body is found, and then one person gets demoned away and only leaves behind their flip-flops. Uh, oh, exactly. And so uh, I guess it's important to note um, the people involved. So Tomitake and his girlfriend or whatever were you know, spirited away this year. Tomitake is an outsider. I don't know if the girl is, but they also describe that there was a priest who did it and his wife. And I've, I would assume that the priest and his wife are people that live here. So I don't know mm-hmm. if we can conclude that it's specific for to outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the construction manager who was the very first one is presumably an outsider, but I don't know. The murderer themselves, I think was probably not an outsider. That's why they murdered her. And then so, yeah, I, I don't know if being an outsider or not applies specifically to the curse or being demoned away. Okay, but we'll keep an eye out on that then. Because I feel like yeah, so far sure. I don't think we can notice a pattern between the victims, but there is a pattern in when it happens. Um, still not sure uh, the means of death, if that's been consistent throughout the four years, but we'll see. Yeah, has the gender been consistent or no? Mm, I don't know. It could have been a guy and a girl every single time, actually. Yeah, I think I think so, and I think at least with like the river one, the guy died, and then they assumed the wife got washed away too, but they never found her. The priest guy died, and then the woman walked into the bog, and That's then awful. <laughs> just. Picked up her her things and walked into some bog, never to be found again. Um, yeah, the prisoner is a guy. I th- I think he died, and then but I don't know if we know if the person who disappeared. They said it was like a child who disappeared. That was under his care. We don't know if that was a. Oh yeah, or- yeah. So I mean, it could be that whoever did it was jealous of these close bonds because Tomitake we assume is meeting with his lover maybe and then the priest uh, priest, and then his wife and then like the guy and his kid so I don't know we'll see yeah maybe that's a good point alright well that brings us to the end of the maid cafe scene where he's like yeah we haven't found the guy who got demoned away yet and then he leads in I thought he was going to kidnap him right there (laughs) yeah 
Yep, yep. Um, what happened after that? They were so, walking so, home from school, yes, right? Yes, they were walking home from school. <laughs> God. Apparently, this is when all the action happens anytime in this show, is when they are walking home from school. They stop by the junkyard. They uh, <laughs> have deep conversations about Hina Mizawa's mysterious past. Seriously. So Keiichi starts it off by saying... So you and everybody else haven't been lying to me, right? And then she's like, you haven't been lying to me, right? And then she proceeds to expose him like five times in a row. Yeah, he got he got uh, kind of destroyed there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Who who did you talk to? You you didn't go to the teacher's office. Uh, example after example. Exactly. So, he just goes home and he's like, what just happened? my dude got wrecked so then he ends up talking to his dad for a little and then the phone oh no no no. the phone rings and his dad calls him to come downstairs and then we actually see his dad (laughs) yeah and the bookstore is calling he said (laughs) that was uh the cop's uh um alibi or he was pretending to be the bookstore which what what bookstore is calling people? That's what I was thinking. There hasn't even been a bookstore this this entire show. Yeah, whatever. I guess it is uh, nineteen eighty three or something. Maybe uh, bookstores were, were still popping back then. Pre Amazon. That's a good point. Yeah, before pre Amazon days. Yeah. Oh, Amazon. Yeah, and then. And then his dad comes up with tea and he's like, oh, Rain is up here, isn't she? And Keiichi's like, no, what are you talking about? And he's like, I let her in. What do you mean? I sent her up to your room, you sly dog. (laughs) God. And then proceeded the most horrifying scene of the episode. So they went they went back in time a little and they just showed Raina's feet as they climbed up the stairs and then she creaks open the door as he's talking about her and then her eyes glow and then the episode ends. I was horrified. I had to turn my volume on so so that you could hear me. Yeah, I, I could hear I could hear Max uh cowering in fear or anxiously awaiting what might happen to Keiichi, but nothing happened to him yet. So did she, what, run across the room and jump out the window when he wasn't looking or something? How did... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The window was open, uh, implying that she somehow left through the window, but he was in there the whole time. How, how would he not notice her? She got demoned away. Oh. Oh, right. and then before that, so... Oishi reveals some information on her. So it turns out she is from here, left in middle school, got kicked out of her city school because she was insane, and broke a bunch of windows. Bashes in different windows. Jesus. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it is diagnosed with dysautonomia, which. Yeah, is that I mean, real? A real thing it is it's a real medical condition it's okay. um it's a condition where the autonomic nervous system doesn't work so that just controls a lot of things like pupil dilation sweating secretions 
blood vessels dilation, like intestines moving. So I can't really imagine why that would relate to like, you know, what she's been dealing with. So maybe a loss in translation sort of thing. But we'll see. I mean, regardless, she's crazy. And then the counselor that (laughs) took care of her said that Oyashiro visits her every night and stands at her bed, the foot of her bed, which is horrifying. Which sounds a lot like sleep paralysis, right? Like that, like people, that's what people say happens to them when they have sleep paralysis. Like they, they're like awake, but can't move. And they might have some sort of demon staring down at them. Jesus. Um, so yeah, maybe she has some sort of like split personality disorder or not bipolar, right? We, we talked about that. Bipolar would not be the correct term. Yep, exactly. You learned but yeah, I mean, I agree because, dude, at times she's just perfectly normal. And then she gets those demon eyes, and it's it's almost as if she's a different person entirely. Just yeah, like walking back from school, <laughs> <laughs> like when they were walking back from school, and she like is like staring up at Keiichi, and her is just like her bright blue purple eyes, and oh, creepy. Yeah, creepy. Exactly. It's, it's scary stuff. Oh, and then before we end the summary. So as they're walking home and she goes crazy mode, she says that some people have to work really, really, really hard to be happy or something. That was like, I have no idea what you mean. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. And then she's like, you have secrets. I have secrets. Okay. And then smiles and walks away. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we're just gonna keep learning more, more and more each episode now. I agree. All right, what was your favorite scene? Ooh, I don't know. Mm, let's see. Maybe, maybe when it zooms in on on Reina's eyes when they were walking home from school. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, is, is that choice. Instagram friendly? Yeah, yeah. I just, I'll just have Let's to see. look at it again. <laughs> Screen capture it. How about you? Let me choose a. I I actually like the cotton scene, like not yeah. not them touching the cotton, but like when the cotton was floating down the river. I thought that was pretty. It's kind of pretty scenic. Yeah. Yeah, like it reminds me of those. You know, those lantern festival things that they have all over the U.S. nowadays, where it's just like you light that lantern and then you release it into the sky and then you see a sky full of lanterns. Yeah, yeah. And they do that on water, too. like Or, like, maybe it's candles, actually. They, like, float mm-hmm. candles on water, too. Yeah. Usually it's a memorial type of service. Right, right, right. I'm just imagining it, though, but, dude, I feel like the if you float it in the air, it would look, like, much better. I think the water, the water one definitely exists too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good season or not season. I mean, scene. Yeah, that was pretty. It's touching. Nothing horrific happened. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen any actual murders yet. Like we've seen this, like the very first scene where it was like a weird cut scene of KG bashing in some people, but. Yeah, I don't think we've seen anyone actually get get killed yet. Oh, not yet. Not yet, but don't you worry. I'm sure it'll come. 
<laughs> Alright, so you can't put a bet on this, but because you've already seen it, but I'll put a bet on it. I think um, Reina killed Tomi Take. Tomi and his girlfriend. Oh, both of them. Okay. I'm just, writing that down now. Documented. I'm just it's just seeing her in the forest after um, what's his name was walking away from them. Yeah, that was super weird. Like, why was she just standing there in behind some tree branches and yeah. in the shadows? Also, super why weird. was why was he there? That that's a good question too. That I I don't have an answer for. It's all good. All right. Okay. Well, that about does it, and we're doing pretty good on time. Let's move on to the yeah. next section. Is it time for uh, les questions already? Last preguntas de la semana. All right, all right. I got one in my in my hot mail. Let's oh, see here. Oh, oh, oh. What other shows are you guys watching this season? Great question. I'll start because my list is a bit shorter. I'm currently <laughs> watching Jujutsu, No Bless, and Kimi to Boku no Saigo no Senjo Ariwa Sekai ga Hajimaru Seisen. It's the Wait, are you watching Haikyuu? Yeah, I'm watching Haikyuu too. Okay. okay and good. I'm also I also watched Burn the Witch, but apparently that was only three episodes. I thought it was okay. It wasn't there wasn't as much character development as I would have liked, or fleshing out of the character? But I guess it was only three episodes. So what can you do? But it was a good concept. Um, Interesting. That is about it. I may start uh, Akadamu Akudama Drive possible and, and honestly that might be it i don't think i have much time for <laughs> much else oh i did I, I will say i watched the whole season first season of mahoka coco Naretose. they have season three coming out this season that's why but is that the yeah, mysterious it's, high school yes. or magical high school thing yes would not recommend it's it's not good would not <laughs> no I suffered okay. through the whole first season, like 26 episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching the second or the third. Dang, what? What? How did you get through all 26 if it was that bad? <laughs> I just, because it was just so short. Like, I would skip the opening sequence and the end sequence. It'd just be like 18 minutes. I'd watch that when I'm, like, brushing my teeth or when I'm eating <laughs> breakfast or whatever. And it's just it, very yeah. fast, very brainless. Nobody really yeah. develops. It's like the high school kids are, like, stronger than the whole police and military <laughs> so it's, it's yeah oh, oh i will say the higurashi opening and closing are very dark on no, the rest of the, unlike the rest of the animation it's like murder and everyone's sad looking and depressed and yeah mm -hmm. it's different so I, again I, more contrast i love the scenes where they just like zoom in on each individual weapon like they just show a bat and then it's like bat, machete gun <laughs> nice it is, it is alarming to say the least. yeah but but yeah i mean out of all the ones that i've been watching obviously haiku is good but of the new ones i like jujutsu the best so far okay uh, i just think it's um i think it's decently unique and the characters are likable and not like a forced way. Like you just grow to like them. It's not just like, oh, they're just this dull character like <laughs> Mahoka Coco. I guess literally the premise is that he has no emotions, but like still. 
He's like, yes, he can do everything, but he's very boring. <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't sound like the the most fun show. Yeah, I'm watching Haikyuu too. What what are we three episodes in, and they're not even done with the first set yet? But whatever, yeah. normal Haikyuu things. <laughs> um, I'm watching Tony Kawa over the moon for you. That's like a a rom com partially produced by Crunchyroll, I think. Oh, yeah, um, okay. If they're listening, they can sponsor us. But whatever, it's fine. Um, that one's fun. Fine, it's like funny. Yeah, kind of like another just turn your brain off and just chill sort of show. So. That's, that's good too um yeah i think that's it yeah your list is way longer than mine oh okay <laughs> and that's... i'm plan- but i am planning on starting uh jujutsu nice i don't think you'll be disappointed it's pretty good yeah i was worried like before anything started this season that it was going to be like a just a generic shonen like, like um, Tate no Yusha. No more like Slime Hero and Shield Hero and those sorts of generic shonen ones. But it sounds like that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's, it's different. It's definitely not Isekais, which is good. <laughs> oh, Isekai. We should watch an Isekai for our next podcast. Yeah, how about ReZero Season 3? Slime season two. I think that's coming out at some point. I mean, honestly, I don't like whatever we watch for the podcast doesn't have to be like super interesting. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be enough to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I think slime would have. I think because slime season two, they get more into like politics and stuff. So I don't think it'd be bad. <laughs> Conquering the the slime world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, hey, so we've established the trade route between human world and the, the demons. Or whatever. I don't really remember what happened. Oh, me neither. Whatever. It's fine. We don't need to know. Uh, good times. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's a great question. But yeah, definitely check out Jujutsu. Let us know. If anything, we'll react to both on the same episode. And just take like two minutes for like <laughs> just initial thoughts. We don't have to do the actual episode summary. We could even switch to Jujutsu altogether if we really yeah we'll see we'll see crazy so far well because the thing is when i was reading the comments for the this one that we're doing right now like everybody Uh seemed to be like yeah this is the plot is like very good and it's like it's so plot centric i just hope that this one doesn't take away from it but like the fact that it has a convoluted plot is a good sign at least yeah so yeah three episodes in too yeah yeah yeah, I think they're doing a good job keeping us on our toes because, like, just when I thought I'd be able to predict when the <clears throat> scenes would happen, it's like suddenly, nope. Like, you thought we were gonna cut to the scene of him bashing somebody in in the seal in the attic when the purple-haired girl was doing the dance, but we didn't. And then, when you thought nobody was listening to the phone call, oh, somebody was. So. And they're walking up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. This is a good one to podcast about yeah so we will see but all right i got a i got a question on my end i think yeah so how can you justify spending a hundred and thirty dollars on a microphone when you have Uh, no viewers (laughs) no viewers oh man that hurts we have we have like 
10 viewers an episode and i don't know who they are but thank you all we we appreciate yeah, shout out i don't want you i don't want to know if um, spotify accounts like uh or anchor counts like one second of playtime as one view don't tell me i'd rather <laughs> we don't believe need to, we don't need to know um yeah how do we justify it i think it's really because we're we're doing this for ourselves and not for anyone else like we we want to make the best podcast we can regardless of how many people are listening and i don't know i feel like audio quality is a a huge part of making a a good podcast i agree uh just like to add on to that i feel like you know in quarantine we already don't spend enough money uh like any money as is going out to eat has like been drastically reduced like the $13 bar drinks have just are non-existent and yeah i mean uh, all my vacations are canceled so yeah i'm gonna spend some money on myself so and yeah, i feel like treating ourselves yeah exactly i think at the end of the day it's like yeah i mean you know if we had done it from day one and we're like yeah when we start this podcast we're immediately gonna buy 130 dollar blue yetis and let's just let's, let's fucking go yeah i mean uh, it, it does sound it does sound really good compared to our, our previous episodes yeah, so drop, I mean, drop a comment if you know this the difference <laughs> your waveforms are exquisite but <laughs> but yeah i mean it's like how long have we been doing like i tell people about the podcast occasionally and they're like oh so you've been doing it for like a week i'm like no it's literally been like since march or whatever and they're like oh oh you're like actually like decently consistent with this so i'm like yeah i mean might as well also um i will say so my roommate has had a underground dream of being a rapper as he's from detroit and is white so um Next now yeah, exactly so now <laughs> with the uh, armed with this and my copy of logic 10 and some free beats that we can find on youtube as well as my creative genius when it comes to coming up with bars uh i'll, sh- I'll show you some later but yeah yeah yeah, next Friday we'll just like bunker down, get some fine wine, and uh, hit the oh oh, pop in the Eight Mile DVD for two hours. Listen, uh, watch that movie, get inspired. In the studio, yeah, exactly. Take an hour to write the lyrics. Hop in the studio, produce, mix, bam, Fiverr, master. Uh, I need somebody to master my master my song. How much you cost? How much you cost? Five dollars. All right. All right, song mastered, prod by like Billy on the beat, <laughs> beat by Billy on the beat. Is that you? <laughs> no. you Billy? Apparently, my stage name is Iguana. Apparently, his is E Rock. So E Rock, <laughs> E Rock, like the country, <laughs> no, like E and an R O C. Anyways, so armed with this powerful mic, we'll we'll put a song out on Spotify and then we shall go viral. So all right, that's, that's well, the new plan. Send me the link. Send me oh. the link when it's uh, ready. Anyways, yeah, the Cowboys. <laughs> Dak Prescott blew up his ankle. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, painful to watch. Painful. Uh, yeah, you don't need to watch that more than once. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Yeah, definitely. Do not go and watch that if you are um, if you have a light stomach. Yeah, his yeah, ankle you... was pointing the wrong way. God. And then he tried to put it back in too. Yeah, he he smacked the heck out of his ankle trying to set it. You know, <laughs> and it's like it's not going to work if the bone is sticking out of your skin, man. Oh my god! Has that ever happened and... to you? Like any gruesome injury? No, Not through any of your football experience. No, I've I've never broken a bone. I consider you very lucky. Neither have I. But like, I was playing. We were in like a rec league with me and my brother, and then like he was trying to rebound with me, and he ends up falling on me as I'm rebounding, and I'm landing on one foot, and then my kneecap ends up dislocating. So when he looked down at my leg, he could just see the kneecap like completely out, and he <laughs> screamed, and he just ran away. And then I sat there for a minute. My kneecap was fucking out. My mom had to like run over. And then suddenly after a minute, it just like spontaneously popped back in. But I went straight to the ER. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did roll my ankle super hard like last January playing volleyball. But yeah, I think it was a high ankle sprain. But yeah, didn't didn't go anywhere. Just sort of iced it. (laughs) And I couldn't walk right for like two months. Oh, it's yeah, it was bad. I'll send you a picture later. It was like purple on the inside and the outside. Oh, like your, just like your hamstring. Yeah, that was super weird. Story for another day, but yeah. All right, yeah, we'll table that. All right, I mean, good questions, viewers. Uh, keep them coming. Yeah. All right, time for uh, our final segment here. Top three. Bottom one, I think I think I'll kick it soft today. Alright, sounds good. I got my pencil paper ready. Yeah. Number four, not number four, the bottom one. I have the cop, Oishi. I feel like he was being a little sus, if if I, I can't lie. He <laughs> it, it's solely because of this line that I'm about to describe. Like when he was introducing his name, he was like, You can call me his first name. Chan, I'm like, why? Why, why would you? Why would you call yourself Chan? Not not San, but Chan, which is like for girls. So that was super weird. That that line landed him as the worst of the week. Yeah, go back and watch it if if you did not pick that up. All right, understandable. <laughs> Number three, I have Keiichi's dad. He he. I feel like he was pretty clutch coming in with the tea set and the the snacks. Like Keiichi would would have never known if Reyna was there, but now now he does because thanks to his dad. So shout out to him. He has the whole like Japanese artist thing going. The bandana on his head, the the artsy clothes that he can paint with, and doesn't care if he gets paint on it. So yeah, good good dad so far. Number two, Keiichi himself. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. He didn't really do anything positive or negative this episode, but I feel like he's sort of having to deal with Reyna and all the other girls in the club, so he he deserves a shout-out. Okay. Number one, number one, Reyna, easy. <laughs> easy pick this week. I feel like she's... Uh, Pretty, pretty scary, pretty scary character, and um, excited to see more where her psychosis leads. 
All right. I mean, interesting, interesting list. I'll just kick it off. Uh, so yeah, for no. the worst one, I put I ended up putting Casey's dad, just because he let her in. I was like, no, no, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for next week's episode for like the first two minutes. Oh god, <laughs> he's, just, he's just trying to help out his son by letting the next door girl into the into his room. Honestly, I agree. And if I wasn't so biased against Reyna, I would have definitely put him up there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number three, I ended up putting Tomi Take. Well, I mean, he wasn't—he didn't have much screen time, but he kind of just died. So we don't know that and, yet. No. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I don't know why I put him as number three. Well, whatever. Too late. Okay, number two, I put um, Oishi. I I did not catch the Chan part, so I didn't. <laughs> I didn't relegate him to instant last. But I do like how he brought a new element to the story. I do like how he was an adult. And he made me watching this more comfortable. As opposed to seeing a bunch of children on my screen for 23 minutes every episode. Uh, Yeah. And he brought us to the maid cafe. So, you know, man of good taste. And he's also smart enough to call the house and say that he's the bookstore. Instead of, hey, this is... um, Detective Oishi from Jifu Prefecture Police at your service. Right. Anyways, number one, I ended up putting Reyna. I agree. She's crazy, but crazy in a great way. <laughs> I think she's probably the most uh, mysterious out of all of the characters so far, so I think it leaves a lot of room for development. I love how they finally gave her some history and how she actually was from here and it moved away and how they have that dynamic going where, like, Neon and everybody thinks that they're trying to get together, so they keep leaving them alone. But in reality, it's just somebody's going to die. But <laughs> someone is getting stabbed soon. It has to yeah, and it is not Reyna. It is by Reyna. Oh, nice. Good list. Good list. Yeah, but overall, good episode. Excited to to see where things go from here. Indeed, I agree. Hopefully, next episode I'll have more energy. But today I was, I had to stay up last night to finish a presentation, and then wake up early to get into clinic, and then we gave the presentation. Killed it though, but nice. so it's worth it. But that's all yeah. that matters. I agree. I agree. Everybody would do. Honestly, honestly, I feel like yeah, I knocked that thing out of the park. Like given, I only had like last night to work on it and I changed my topic yesterday. So I had to redo it. And then like the amount of feedback that I got during the actual presentation and the amount of eye contact and lack of looking at the phone that the audience were doing. I was like, yes, good, good. Nice. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Like all credit goes to the podcast and training myself to talk for 45 minutes on end. So I, I, the presentation's like eight minutes. I'm like, I ain't even got to run through this. They're it's like, not- why are you talking so fast? I'm like, oh, I'm talking fast? Oh, really? It's, it's my normal podcasting voice, guys. What do you mean? Exactly. exactly. So yeah, I feel honestly, like podcasting has helped with the public speaking for sure. Oh, for sure. I, I, it's just like if you're willing to let yourself be heard in front of potentially millions – in reality, like six, but like potentially millions, then what? Potential. Yeah. <laughs> Potential is there. 
<laughs> exactly. So then, then what's the harm in doing it in front of your boss and your project managers and your uh, HR or whatever? So easy, easy, yeah. easy money. Honestly, and you got a mask on, so they can't even see your whole face. You just <laughs> this, this, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we definitely recommend. It. Definitely think we'll keep it up into the ripe old age of like eighty. So one of us dies, and then it should be sad. It'll be like Alex <laughs> on Call Her Daddy <laughs> solo podcast. Hey, roommate, um, Sophia's gone, but um, you want a podcast? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Well, until next Thursday, I'll, I'll let you know how Jujutsu goes. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I have no doubt. I think you'll like it. And, dude, you need to read solo leveling. Like, it's getting so good. Yeah, I think I gave up at like chapter 60 and I don't know. I don't know why cuz I always like like it when I'm wa- when I'm reading it, but I'm just I just never start reading it and it's hard to just yeah. pick it up and just start, you know. And I feel like that, that happens with a lot of things. Just like starting is the hardest part for sure. It is long. Like each chapter is long, but dude, the hardest is really long. Like if I could wipe my memory and then re reread solo leveling I would. I feel like there has to be an upcoming anime series for it, like with Tower of God, No Bless Now. Like all, all these webtoons are getting their own anime, and I feel like Tower or not Tower of God, Solo Leveling is one of the more popular ones too. So I feel like it's bound to get an adaptation. Well, I hope so. Because, but dude, they would have to do the art so much justice because. If if you give me like Tower of God level animation and art, like it's not bad, but dude, this little lovely stuff. Oh, next level, next level. Elite, elite. Well, all right, man. Give me a song of the week. Song of the week. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna go with a, a basic answer here, but running, Twenty One Savage. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Well, not that song, but I was about to say the one with Young Thug. That one's pretty good, too. I think the whole album's pretty good, actually. I agree. I, I thought the one that was hilarious, like every time the song comes on, I just have to laugh. It's like the, what's the difference between snitches and rats? <laughs> rats are an animal, but snitches are not even living or something. <laughs> no, I think snitches, snitches are still human, but a rat's just a freaking rat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, I haven't listened to it enough. And then they're like, snitches and rats. Snitches and rats. Snitches and rats. Get they all get whacked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. yeah, I mean, quality song. I like the one with Drake, too. I think... It's just like when I listen to this stuff, I'm doing it while I'm studying. So I typically like the ones that are a bit slower and like less upbeat. All right. Peace.